Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. I hope you're having a great Tuesday. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. So many stories, so many different people. Look, it's I, I said it before, but it was so interesting at the beginning of Coast View when we were doing these hour-long shows. Still do them an hour long from time to time. Uh, people said you're going to run out of people to talk about. And it's amazing to me. People continue to come out of the woodwork. There's so many incredible stories. I mean, if you think about George Bush's thousand points of light, just think about the number of volunteers it takes to make a community like Coastal Mississippi tick. Think about all the challenges we've had, the disasters that we've had. Um, we're so lucky to live here and have so many really incredible people. I mean, whether they're volunteers or starting their own business or running businesses or working for great employers. Um, man, there's just so many stories to tell. And I'm I'm really honored that I get this opportunity every single day to tell these stories. Hey, I want to share something that my friend Stacy Waldrop posted. And it came from hashtag speak life. And it's very short and sweet, but it is so powerful. And I would say if there's a if there's a theme to coast you, I hope that this this quick little sentence captures the the theme. But it, here it is. One one kind word can change someone's entire day. It's that simple. One kind word can change someone's entire day. Hey, look, man, we work in the hospitality industry down here. Well, yeah, we've got Ingalls and, Sh- and Chevron on one end as a bookend and Stennis Space Center on the other end as a bookend. But in between, there is a, a incredibly important tourism market about, I think, about one-third of the t- total state's tourism market is right here in coastal Mississippi. It's very important. So a lot of people understand the power of being positive, the power of speaking nicely to someone, letting them know at the, in this moment that they are the most important person in your life. I mean, that's what that's what hospitality is all about. You know, it, we don't really have to teach that for, mostly. We don't. There's some people who need a little bit of lesson around it. But most people in Mississippi, particularly here in South Mississippi, it's it's in our DNA. It's in our DNA to care about our neighbors, to treat people well. That's why we call it the hospitality uh, state for sure. I'll read it one more time. One kind word can change someone's entire day. You know, with that in mind, we have a terrific guest today. I've been really looking forward to visiting with Jacqueline Wilson She's the president of the Blexi Beach Resorts Rentals, and she really has a great story. She sent me her bio. It was very short, and embedded in it is dogged determination and passion and entrepreneurship. And I said, this is one of the most impressive uh, resumes that I've gotten. It's really, really impressive, and you'll understand why here in just a second. But Jacqueline, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. It's good, to ha- it's good to see you here. You know, you've got a great story. You're a lifelong Biloxi resident. You went to Mercy Cross. You went to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. So did I. So did so many people who were on this show. We, we're really actually lucky because Gulf Coast Community College is part of a community college system in Mississippi 
that is one of the most important and one of the best in the United States. You constantly rank toward the top, if not at the top. And then in that system, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is number one in that system. So, I mean, we have one one of the strongest nursing programs in the United States. What they're doing in job skills and jobs development, working with Ingalls and others, is really revolutionary. And it continues to be very, very strong. So you and I were very lucky that we had an opportunity to go to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. You got a degree in court reporting, but it didn't take you long to decide that's not what you wanted to do. And no. you landed at Biloxi Beach Rentals. And, and like in a short 10 years, you ended up buying the company. That's really impressive. <laughs> well, thank so, you. So let's start. Let's start with this. You grew up in Biloxi. Um, where did you get who who instilled the values of entrepreneurship in you? Where did where did you who, t- tell me about your story growing up? Well, it's really my entire family. Um, my mama and papa, Jacobina and Andrew Gillich, started the first supermarket in downtown Biloxi, and they really just instilled the values of hard work and um, family in all of us. And I just learned from so many in my family. My mama was a strong woman involved in so many community things. And I remember at her funeral, the line was wrapped around the church for her, for people to pay their respects, not because of, you know, having the grocery store, but because she was kind and she helped people. And that was important to me. And I've, I want to live my life that same way. And my mama was a huge role model for me. My mother was a single mother of three daughters. Yes, she raised three daughters. We're all very successful, married, happy with children. And um, she, you know, she's my role model. She really taught me that no matter what, you continue to fight and you make something of yourself. I've had some really, really good conversations with Mayor Fofo Gelich about the history of Biloxi and the the role that the uh, Croatian community played and helping to develop it. Certainly there are other, I mean, it's a melting pot, let's face it. I mean, Biloxi is clearly a melting pot, but the Croatian community is very significant. And uh, I married into the Bahanovic clan and have gotten to know that really well, been over to Croatia with, with my wife, Anne, and plan to take the whole family over there in the next couple of years. But, you know, even when I was talking to Fofo, he talked about the old grocery stores and the role that that played in everyone's lives. But they had a, you know, those, you know, long before the Dell Champs and the, and the Walmarts, you know, these were really critical places, weren't they? They were. And, you know, for our family, it wasn't just a grocery store. It was the, the central of our family. You know, the grocery store is connected to my grandparents' home. It still is. It's now my uncle's dentist office, um, Dr. Bryce's dentist office. They converted it into his office many years ago, and it's still connected to my grandparents' home. And that building, we still call it Foodland has so many memories for us. So it wasn't just a grocery store where you could go and get your produce and things like that. That's the central hub of our family. And it still holds so many memories. And my mother, just this past weekend for the Nativity um, School Halloween Carnival, she fried pusheratas at my papa's house because that's where we've always done it. Yeah. You know, and so it's still the central location of our family. And, um, you know, it's, it's important to us and our Croatian heritage, it, it is embedded in us to, you know, stay with our family and hard workers and determination and all that. And Uncle Fofo is a, a great example of it. He uh, he is he loves Biloxi with all of his heart. And that's really how all of our family is. Um, my mama and papa loved Biloxi. Yeah, you learned it. See, the thing is, you know, that, it, you know, the culture of work 
was was perpetuated through the kids and the grandkids. Uh, and you learned a lot about how to treat people. You learned a lot about how to how to run business. You learned a lot about determination. And there was a lot of an underdog mentality in that in that generation of Biloxi uh, that wanted to wanted to come up. They all so many of the of the kids and the grandkids went on to college and have gone on to do amazing things. But and I've had terrific stories with Fofo about that. But there's a lot of entrepreneurs that have arisen from that culture as well. You just see it. I mean, it's that. That second and third generation of, you know, we want we want that next generation to do better, and it was instilled into the kids, wasn't it? It was, um, and that's what I grew up with. You know, my mother always told me, "You can do whatever you want to do. You be successful for you, and take care of yourself. No one can take that away from you." And I always grew up with that mentality. Um, and watching her struggle raising three daughters. It, but my family was there, you know, my yeah. grandparents were there. My um, uncle Fofo was there. My aunt Jay was there, you know, they took care of all of us because we were a tight knit family. So um, I grew up with all that and they're amazing people. And I always wanted to be like my mom and my aunt and my uncles because they were all successful and they did it on their own. You know, yeah. thing. they did it had- all on their own. Yeah, just one other quick point about Fofo. I'm, I hope that maybe you haven't seen it, but maybe you have seen my my hour long Coastview session with him. And before we met, or I actually knew each other before we started that session. I said, "Would you mind if I got into your head a little bit?" And he's like, <laughs> "Sure." I mean, he was he just went along with it very wonderfully. But but I wanted people to see that Fofo is a really smart guy. I mean, he's a computer programmer. He's got a degree in mathematics. And his speech patterns sometimes suggest maybe people draw the wrong conclusion from that. <laughs> but the problem is that he's his mind is moving so fast that it sort of, you know, it causes a, a, a different kind of a speech pattern. It but does. if you listen carefully, what you find is there's a visionary there, there's determination, and really there's heart. I mean, th- listen, I went, you should, anyone should just go to this, this the uh, Croatian golf tournament uh the this uh what is it called the, the slot uh, what is it the slavic the slavic i for whatever <laughs> reason i can't get that to memory but then walk around with him you have if you have a thousand people in the room he may not know 10 <laughs> I mean, he knows everyone in there by name and he knows their kids and anyway he's a super smart guy really smart guy and we're, we're, we we've learned a lot on coaching about that Croatian community that you're referring to here in just a, you know, the, uh, just a second ago, but you got a degree in court reporting, <laughs> and uh, and you and you went on to to become employed at Biloxi Beach Resort Rentals in 2011. And what we'll do now, we're going to move on to the break. But when I want to, when we come back, I want to see, you know, that 10 years from 2011 to 2021, you became you became first of all really passionate about the hospitality industry. You, you believe this is sort of where you were going to put your stake down and, and make your sort of entrepreneurial mark. You purchased a company, and here we sit today as you continue to expand your company. And I want to talk about that. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with the president of Biloxi Beach Resorts Rentals, Jacqueline Gillich-Wilson. See you after this. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're, ha- we're having a terrific conversation with Jacqueline Wilson, who's the president of Biloxi Beach Resorts Rentals. And uh, one of the things, I, you know, you, you came out as a port- court reporter. I'm assuming you worked for a little bit of time in that area. Is that what you did? Well, not quite court reporting. You know, I graduated, I interned, and then I figured out quickly that being in the courtroom and hearing all those horrific stories was not for me. So um, Katrina happened and I was looking for a job. I just so happened to fall upon like a receptionist receptionist um, position at Strogeny and Strogeny Financial Services. And I loved it. I stayed there. I did taxes. Miss Jane taught me everything about accounting. Mr. Mike taught me taxes and investments. And I stayed there and I loved it there. Um, they really set the foundation for what I do here at Biloxi Beach. And the opportunity came up to come here. Um, I interviewed for the job. I had all the experience in accounting that was needed. And that's when I got the job here. Wow. What, that's awesome, though. What, you know, it's interesting. A lot of, and I can describe a lot of twists and turns in my life very similarly, where when I was a young paramedic, I decided that kind of death and dying wasn't for me, and I kind of decided to move on. But then I met someone who encouraged me to do an internship at the Sun-Herald. And, you know, there are these serendipitous points in your life. Mm-hmm. But your time your time in the, an accounting firm, just think about it, how it prepared you to own your own business ultimately. It did. It absolutely did. So when the opportunity came to me to purchase this company, one of my first calls was to Mr. Mike and Miss Jane Strojny. And well, first of all, it was to say how excited I was, you know, but also because I would need their help and guidance once again as a business owner this time, not as an employee. So it was nice for them to um, to see what all they had taught me and that it's come full circle and look what it's brought me now. You know, I, I hold the Strogenies very close to me. They're great people. Well, uh, purchasing that, and we can talk about what we're talking about because it's a large company. Purchasing that was no small feat, I might add. And <laughs> I've, had, I've been involved in mergers, mergers and acquisitions in my, com- in my pri- prior life. So, uh, you know, you were having to do, okay, internal rates of return. What's the, what's the, what, what's the long-term income going to look like? What's the payback on that going to look like? Are we going to be able to cover the interest expense from the loans that we're going to have to get? And might, you know, I don't even know what the numbers were on the ultimate buy, but you're talking about some significant, uh, significant leveraging that had to occur to make this, <laughs> yeah. this thing work. Tell, how big is your company? Talk just in terms of numbers of units. So I have almost 170 condos here between Biloxi, Gulfport, and Ocean Springs, and I have almost uh, 40 employees. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's incredible. You know, I've got a, I got a good sense of the, the work that you're doing. Um, uh, Myers Real Estate over in Gulf Shores. Do you know Sheila who owns that company? No, I do not. No. Yeah. She was, she's terrific. And she, she, just to give you an idea, she controls about half of the rentals in Gulf Shores. <laughs> so okay. just a, a very large company. She owns her own, you know, cleaning company. She had a, a manufacturing process that that cleans, uh, you know, bed linens, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Very, very large organization. But you know all those bits and pieces, don't you? 
I do. I'm very familiar with it. <laughs> I can do it in my sleep. I know so much of it, you know. Um, we're very much like Myers. We're an inclusive um, management company. So we have housekeeping, maintenance, reservations. I have a corporate office here with an owner relations manager um, that she helps recruit new owners and handle all of our current owners. So it's a large operation. People don't realize how much, how much goes into it. Um, but then when you sit down and you you sit with me for a minute and you watch my day to day, you're like, okay, there's a lot that goes into this, um, but it's fun. We try and keep it fun as much as possible. Summer's a little stressful, uh, but once summer's over, you know, we try and enjoy ourselves. This summer was, was a very nice summer. We enjoyed it. We met a lot of new people, but it was stressful. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Is there a larger vacation rental company on the coast? No, I am the largest. Wow, that's significant. You know, and so when you started working there in 2011, did you have any idea that, you know, 10 years later you'd own the company? I had no idea. <laughs> I had no experience in hospitality. I was strictly doing accounting. Um, and just over the years, I was so passionate about it. We had, we didn't have the greatest leadership as far as general managers throughout the years when I was first here. And I could see from outside of the box where there were issues. And I felt very passionately about it. And I would go to the former owner and I'd say, you know, this is what I see, let's try this. And then one day I just kind of became the general manager. I just was doing everything, you know? And then the next thing I know, I was offered to purchase the company, and, and here we are today. So That's incredible. Hey, what I love about reading your story, Jacqueline, is that the culture of the company is really important. You spend a lot of time creating sort of this family atmosphere, even though you've got quite a number of employees. Talk about why that's so important to you. You know, working in an industry like this, it, it can be very, very stressful, and the turnover can be very high. I don't like that idea. I like to keep my employees because it costs. Every time you turn over an employee, it costs you about two and a half times their previous salary to find somebody. And the knowledge you lose is, you know, just, it can be detrimental to your company. So I try to make it a fun environment. I try to make people know that I do care about you on a personal level and a business level. Um, from previous employers of mine, I learned, you know, I learned to care about my employees. And then I remember some bosses who weren't great and I didn't want to be like them. I wanted to be better than that. And so that's why I try and instill that you're not just my employee, you're my family member. And without you, this company doesn't function. You know, it goes from, even if you're a housekeeper, if I don't have that housekeeper, my units aren't getting cleaned. So yeah. every person plays a very vital role in this company and everyone has their own personalities, their own families, their own backgrounds. And I love to get to know everyone. And I love for them to know that if you need me, I'm here for you. And, and I feel like all my employees know that. And Jacqueline, that makes a big difference uh, during the pandemic. I mean, obviously there were huge challenges during the pandemic. You guys had to sort of change the way it's a lot of unknowns initially. And then as the knowns became better known, you knew sort of how your industry was going to work within all of that. But were you able to maintain sort of a higher level of employees um, and keep churn to a minimum relative to other hospitality type industry um, members? 
We were, you know, we kept our team. We were able to keep our team. And that was the most important thing. We found things for them to do. Um, if Because for a while we took, we didn't take new reservations. We allowed the existing reservations to come in, but we did shut down and not allow new ones. Um, because at the time we didn't know what was going on, you know. So at that time we kept everyone employed. There were a few who decided to, you know, leave for medical reasons. They didn't feel safe and that was fine but most of them came back after the after it, we kind of knew what was going on but during the pandemic we kept everyone and um, we kept you know we, we found work for them to do and that was a good thing because once we opened back up in may of 2020 you know once the state kind of came back yeah. that was it we have been just crazy full since that may that's it it really is and i hear <clears throat> excuse me i hear that across the board you know, Jacqueline, as we, you and I have had a lot of offline conversations about the clutter or noise, whatever you want to call it, at Coastal Mississippi Tourism. You know, that aside, it's so important, isn't it? Whatever adjustments need to be made so that we can never face a situation like we faced over the past year, it's so important us to stay focused on uh, promoting Coastal Mississippi in a very numbers sort of way, in a statistical kind of way, so we know who are, who's coming here. We were really smart about how we did that uh, in the early days of the pandemic, focusing on the people who were going to come here in, char in, in cars, excuse me. But, um, but I know that you've watched all that noise with interest. So what's your, what's your observation about it? You know, in the beginning of Coastal Mississippi, I wasn't really for the one coast because I did believe, you know, well, hey, Harrison County, we're the ones bringing in the majority of this money. Now, that was before I got really knee deep into this business and learned more about our customers, where they're coming from, who we're renting to. Now I am all for one coast. And I believe that we have to stay united on this. What people don't understand is like for my customers, they're not here to gamble. They're here for other things. They're here for family activities. They like to go to the beach. They want to go to downtown Bay St. Louis or downtown Ocean Springs. There are other things outside of our casinos that people are coming here for. Now, I know our casinos are a great deal of our tax revenue and they do put us out there in a different way. And, um, you know, I appreciate that. But I believe that we have to be united as one coast because there is a little bit of everything for everyone along here and all of our customers are different um so i just i really think that we need to stay united on that i think we will i think there will be adjustments made as we go forward sometimes we think too instantly like where is all the money coming from we should have all the control as opposed to what's best for our customers if we yeah. would get the focus back on the tourists who are coming here and understand what they want to do when they get here then there would be zero debate about this. We would all share responsibilities. We would empower a board that understood their governance role, and we would move forward. But listen, I have really enjoyed this time with you, Jacqueline, and I look forward to visiting with you in a few weeks or months. We'll check in with you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Ricky, for having me. This has been a blast. I really enjoyed it. You bet. This has been Jacqueline Wilson, the president of Biloxi Beach Resort Rentals. And when we come back, we'll continue another conversation. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.